News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. On the Mark is powered by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area at 221 North 36th Street, Quincy. Faith, family, and giving back. That's Cunis Country. And now, here's Mark Hespin. Good morning, Tri-States, and wherever you may be listening on the News Talk 1070 KHMO app. This is On the Mark. I am Mark Hespin, brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the Tri-State area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis Honda Hyundai. Tell them, Mark Sencha, and you got to ask them about that complimentary lifetime powertrain warranty on new and used vehicles. What they're doing over there at Cunis Honda Hyundai at 221 North 36th Street in Quincy and online at CunisQuincy.com is special. Become a part of the Cunis family and let them know that Mark sent you. All right. Welcome on to the show. If you're joining us on the KHMO on the Mark Facebook page on the Facebook Live, that is awesome as well. If you're listening on Terrestrial Radio, follow the show. On the Mark, KHMO on Facebook. Throughout the week when stories break, I like to share some stuff, kind of give you immediate reactions and thoughts to things uh, because we only get this one hour on Saturday mornings each week to convene, come together, and to digest everything that the sports world is spitting out at us. And we got a lot this week as we've been busy. I thought after the Super Bowl we'd have a little bit of, you know, fun, slow down. Uh, no, it just has not been that way at all. With baseball and the lockout and uh, NBA uh, nearing the playoffs post-All-Star break, March Madness has been absolutely thrilling. And, of course, the NFL dominating the talk with uh, the free agency trades, uh, the madness that has been the NFL March Madness. Uh, you could really just call the NFL March Madness at this point in time. Uh, so thank you so much for tuning on. And as always, I encourage you to follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Mark Hespen, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. If you ever want to get a hold of me or reach out to me, you can do it through those venues as well. Uh, look ahead of the show here over the next hour. We are going to obviously talk a March Madness coming on up. We will talk uh, the uh, quarterback moves in the NFL. Matt Ryan, Jameis Winston, where is Baker Mayfield going to end up? Does he have a place to start in the NFL somewhere this year? Big-time free agents still available in the NFL. We'll give you my kind of best-fit scenario for them and the teams looking. Uh, and then, of course, a quick thought at the very end of the show on uh, the NBA landscape for my Chicago Bulls as they keep faltering, uh, even though they've got most of their pieces back. So what 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 do we look at for the Bulls? And uh, always, though, we start with Hespin headline number one. And a lot of Kansas City Chief fans in the tri-state area here uh, that listen to KHMO and Kick FM and... Uh, so we got to start with your Kansas City Chiefs. It's Hespin headline number one. Hespin's headlines on the mark. The Kansas City Chiefs got worse, but they made the right move. Two things can exist at the same time. I know, I know, Facebook and social media tells you that you cannot think two things. If you are a Republican, you have to think this way. If you are a Democrat, you have to love Joe Biden and everything he does. How dare you? You cannot think multiple things at one time. How dare you? Yes, you can think that the Kansas City Chiefs got worse. They are worse today, but they also made the right move. And and, and 
notice the caveat in there. The Kansas City Chiefs are worse today, 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 March. I don't, are the Chiefs playing today? Are there any NFL games? They are worse today in March than they were before they traded Tyreek Hill. But it's still the right move for them. And I believe, I believe they will be better. But right now, today, they got worse. So let's unpack this, all right? First and foremost, if Ty, let's start. Let's start from the perspective from the Chiefs. All right, if I'm the Kansas City Chiefs, I'm the Hunt family. I have Tyreek Hill coming into my office saying, "Listen, I need four years, seventy million guaranteed, a hundred and you know thirty million or whatever he signed for over the four years." I look at that and I say to myself, with my GM, with my coach, and I say, "There's just no way that we can pay that." There's just no way that we could pay that and commit to that. I'm sure the offer they gave him was very fair. It was a very good offer. There's just no way that they could pay that. Not with what they're paying Patrick Mahomes and the holes that they have on the roster, especially on the defensive side. Remember losing Tyron Matthew, all these other pieces uh, to try to build a roster to compete overall to be competitive in the very, very tough AFC West and the overall very tough AFC there's just no way they could do that. And so, the Chiefs, rightfully so, they talk with Tyreek. They make it very amicable. All of a sudden, it popped up. Well, it was just a random you know, Tuesday this week. Tyreek Hill could be seeking a trade. 20 minutes later, the Jets and Dolphins series trade partners. An hour later, Tyreek Hill has been traded to the Miami Dolphins. Tyreek Hill signs a deal. It was quick. It was easy. All parties agreed. All parties, in a lot of ways, got what they want. And so it just goes to show you the Chiefs are such a good organization. They're so well run. They know how to handle situations like this. And I think they handled it the best of their abilities. They knew that their wide receiver was going to get disgruntled. They did not want a disgruntled holding out Tyreek Hill and dealing with all that. They also stuck to their principles. They were not going to pay Tyreek Hill more than what they offered. But they said to him, hey, listen, Miami and the Jets are willing to give you that deal, to sign you to that deal that you want, that you and your agent Drew Rosenhaus want. And they are willing trade partners with us. They will they will give us something in return. We feel comfortable losing you at that price. So very amicable. And now you want to talk about winners and losers of the trade. This is why you can't focus on winners and losers, like I said during the Russell Wilson trade. You just don't know yet. Right now, Kansas City is worse. You lose a superstar like Tyree Kill, who takes the top off of defenses, who opens everything up for your second and third wide receiver and your all-pro tight end. Your team is objectively worse. Tyree Kills do not grow on trees. Tyree Kills, you can't just go find another Tyree Kill. Yeah, you can find guys who are who have similar skill sets and you hope maybe develop into a Tyree kill, but he is a one-of-one one type of NFL player in his prime right now. He's got about two years left of his prime, and so Miami is going to pay him handsomely for those next two years of their prime. And then I, I have a feeling that Miami is going to be eating a lot of dead cap space money for a very expensive uh, player who's banged up and not in his prime anymore as he enters his 30s. 
And we'll get to the more of that in the Miami side. Let's keep focusing on the Chiefs side. So they are worse today because they just don't grow on trees, Tyreek Hill. But it's a huge but. I love that Kansas City has not tied themselves to a contract with Tyreek Hill. When you commit to Patrick Mahomes and you have a Patrick Mahomes, you have got to trust that your all-pro best quarterback in the NFL doesn't need an overpaid Tyreek Hill. That he can make guys better. And you can go find other players. Look at what Tom Brady has done the past couple years. Go find the veterans on quick one-year deals. Bring them on in. Two, one, two, three-year deals. They have something a little bit to prove at the end of their career. Or young guys who you see a lot of potential and you think, okay, well, my quarterback can get the most out of it. But also what Kansas City has now done, think about this. Think about all the draft picks that we know that uh, bad franchises like the Giants have, the Jets have multiple first-rounders, you know, Houston's got all those picks. No team has more picks in this year's draft than the Kansas City Chiefs. The team that was in the AFC Championship game hosting the AFC Championship game with the best quarterback in the NFL has the most draft picks. That's great. That is great. Brilliant. That is exactly how you want your franchise to be run. You have a guaranteed superstar quarterback in the prime of his career, in the beginning prime of his career, locked up on a big contract but is malleable. And because of that, and you know you have so much cap space tied to that, you've gone out and you've gotten yourself more draft picks than anyone else in a draft that is loaded with talent that's not at the quarterback position. It's brilliant for Kansas City. Now, I think if you're Kansas City, you take a lot of, look at those 12 draft picks, two first, two second, two third, two fourth, two in every, uh, in, in the first four rounds, the most important rounds. And I think Kansas City, you'll see them be aggressive, maybe try to go get a wide receiver, move up in the first round, move up in the second round. But overall, they need to find themselves a couple young developmental offensive linemen, and they need to find themselves a, a pass rusher and back-end corner and uh, safety help now that Tyra Matthews is gone. So they have all of those opportunities. They're going to be young, but they have a great coaching staff. They have the best coach in their division. They have the best coach in their – second-best coach in their conference, second-best coach in the NFL who can develop. Even though he's an offensive guy, he's always been able to develop defensive talent, have an eye for defensive talent. And so if you're Kansas City Chiefs fan – Take solace in the fact that knowing you are worse today. But thankfully, there are no games being played today. And you hope that they have now the ability to get the guys they want in the draft and bring in a bunch of young talent uh, to where they're going to at least, of those eight picks, if they pick all those eight picks, two first, two second, two third, two fourth, four of them will be starters and will be good players. Four of them could be busts. But that's the that's the risk you're willing to you, you have to play in the draft. But that's why it's always better to have more picks than less picks because you just don't know till you get these guys into your building and they actually hit a 350 pound 29 year old offensive lineman. Can that D lineman play or not? That's when you find out. 
And so having more picks is always better than having less picks. And uh, so Kansas City is in a great spot. I think it's a great trade for Kansas City. I can think it's the right move and also think today they are worse. Because when you lose a superstar, you lose a superstar. And we don't know what Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs look like without Tyree Kill on a whole season in a basis. But they have a ton of maneuverability to reload. And if you're Kansas City, we'll talk about it later on, there are still some pieces out there that they should be aggressive in signing and bringing in. They should be. Uh, So we'll see if they're able to do that. Uh, And so it's a good move in Kansas City. Now, on the flip side, if you're Miami, let's quickly talk about Tyree Kill Miami. There's a couple of things. Tyree Kill's main focus was get paid. Can't blame the guy. Wide receivers go to the Hall of Fame doesn't matter how many games and Super Bowls they won. Calvin Johnson's a great example. Calvin Johnson is a top five wide receiver of all time. No one talks about the fact that the dude was in one playoff game. No one cares. No one cares. Quarterbacks cannot make it in the Hall of Fame if they're in one playoff game. Wide receivers can be a top five wide receiver of all time, Calvin Johnson, and play in one playoff game. So I don't care about this whole Oh, winning is not important to Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill doesn't care about winning. It doesn't matter to Tyreek Hill. I mean, I'm sure it does. But as far as how we judge Tyreek Hill and his longevity, his his all you know all time greatness, doesn't matter. What should matter to Tyreek Hill is who's throwing you the football, because that does matter. Your numbers matter for your all time greatness, right? And he went from the best guy in the NFL to throwing him the football to a guy that we don't know if he should actually be a starter in the NFL throwing him a football. So that stinks for Tyreek Hill, but the dude got paid. And in in a violent sport where your career can end at any moment, I can never blame a guy for taking a $70 million guaranteed payday. Not for me to judge. Not for me to judge. Who among us would turn that down? Who among us would say, honestly, $40 million guaranteed in Kansas City or $70 million guaranteed in Miami? That's $30 million. There's a lot of money. That's generational wealth for your family, your parents, your, your kids, your grandkids. That's a lot of money. If you invest it right and you're smart about it, it's a lot of money. And, uh, you know, so I, I don't blame Tyreek Hill. I'm never going to shame the guy for, oh, he doesn't care about winning. He does not care about winning. Who cares? I mean, that, it's not – we as a public and as a and as a media don't judge wide receivers on winning. What if we ever said, you know, Brian Urlacher, first ballot Hall of Famer, but you know what? I don't know if I can vote for him first ballot. He only went to one Super Bowl. It doesn't – that doesn't matter. <laughs> it matters for quarterbacks. It does not matter for any other position in the NFL. So, from Miami's side, I will say this. I love that Miami got Tyreek Hill because if you're the Miami Dolphins, you learn a lot from getting Tyreek Hill. You're going to learn, is Tua really our guy? You're going to be competitive in a very brutal AFC, but an AFC East that besides Buffalo is very open. You can beat on the Jets, try to get two wins a year from the Jets, split with the, the other two teams in your division. Heck, if Miami go four and four and two in division, that's a that helps a long way to uh, making a, a a playoff spot in the AFC. Going four and two in your division, so that's what you have to look at. And also, you'll find you'll figure out very quickly 
is to our guy. It's the third year for Tua. He has all the weapons in the world. They improved the offensive line as well. They still have a bunch of draft picks. They need. A, they got to go out and fill some holes. So uh, we'll see. Now we'll see for Miami. Now what I hate about Miami overall is, uh, I mean, the contract is just, I mean, but, you know, that's just the market. I would pay Devontae Adams if I was the Raiders. That didn't bother me. It bothers me with Tyreek Kill. It just does. He's small, and he is brilliant with Patrick Mahomes. It's the same the same argument I can make. Uh, we don't know what Patrick Mahomes is like without Tyree Kill in a 17-game season. We don't know what Tyree Kill is like without Patrick Mahomes. We know he has an incredible skill set, but how does that translate to not with the Chiefs' offensive brilliance? And as much as I like the new head coach, McDaniel, in um, whatever his name is in, in Miami, the kid from San Francisco, I mean, how am I supposed to know that he's Mike Shanahan, that it, that offense really works? So, I mean, he got pieces. I, I agree with getting pieces, bring them in, but that contract is brutal. It's going to look, I think, really bad two years from now. And, uh, you know, this is a team that has holes, and you give up a lot of draft capital, a ton of draft capital. You know, Green Bay got, what, a first and a second for Devontae Adams? <laughs> I think Devontae Adams is better than Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, they got five picks. The Chiefs made out. So I think the Dolphins overpaid. And then I think they literally overpaid. And so overall, I think it's a, it's a negative net gain for the Dolphins. Now, they are better this morning. It's it's the, it's the converse. It's the same thing. They are better this morning, the Miami Dolphins. But what is their long-term prospects future? Still think the Chiefs upside their future this year and next year. And the year following years is way, way higher of an upside right now than Miami. You're listening on the Mark News Talk 1070 KHMO, the KHMO app. Uh, brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Faith family giving back. That's Cunis Honda Hyundai. When we come back, we will switch our focus to March Madness. So stay tuned. We'll jump into the madness and a very special March Madness it has been. We're live and local in America's Home Talk News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. As a parent, you... I'm Paula Basta, the director of the Illinois Department on Aging. We have an adult protective services program that responds to abuse, neglect, and exploitation of persons 60 years of age or older and persons with disabilities between the ages of 18 and 59. To report suspected abuse, neglect, or exploitation of your neighbor, friend, family member, or even yourself, call 1-866-800-1409. All calls are confidential. That number again is 1-866-800-1409 or visit www.illinois.gov slash aging to learn more. Sponsored by the Illinois Department on Aging and this station. KHMO and the free KHMO mobile app. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO, the KHMO app. Brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. It's tax time. They're doing your taxes for you. Bring the W-2s into Cunis, right? They will do your taxes. They will get it done. 
They will give you the refund money on a card you can use right there for a down payment on a new vehicle. Drive off the lot today. Check them out online, cutestquincy.com. Tell them Mark sent you, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Faith family giving back. That's Cunis Honda Hyundai. All right. Uh, we keep moving on. March Madness. It has been madness. It is beautiful to watch. It has been incredible. So let's talk about it. Hespin headline number two. Hespin's headlines on the mark. The Elite Eight is set and 2022 March Madness is officially in the history books. Every March Madness belongs in the history books in some way, shape, or form. Uh, because uh, they... Be- they are they they are unique. They're special. They they create chaos. But this March Madness is a hundred percent in the history books because of the St. Peter story, and it has that bookmark, that extra bookmark to it, that notation. When you look at twenty twenty two March Madness, there'll be that little asterisk by him, like, oh, what is that? Twenty years from now, thirty years from now, you look back and be like, oh yeah, that's the year of St. Peter's. That's the year that St. Peter's put themselves on the map, and they made it first ever 15 seed to the Elite Eight. You do realize none of us, I I live here in Quincy, Illinois, in the middle of America, on the Mississippi River, right on the border in Missouri. You all know this. We are in the middle of the country. St. Peter's is a tiny school of less than 3,000 people just outside of New York City in New Jersey. Think about how many more people now know about St. Peter's. And their enrollment could go up. The funding, the money they're going to get from this could go up. St. Peter's could now eventually become one of these unique small schools like a Davidson. We all know Davidson if you watch March Madness. You've heard of Davidson. Well, that's where Steph Curry went. This could change St. Peter's as the whole college. It could completely change the university as we know today. And it will. And it will. It will, for, or in some way, shape, or form. The funding, the money, the enrollment, the people, the, the eyes, the eyeballs. This is what is so special about March Madness. So special. Even if the college playoff expands to 12, right? And Iowa State makes a run. It makes it the final four of the playoff. We all know Iowa State. Even if Washington or, or Boise State makes it that way. We all know them. We all have heard of them. Those are schools with thousands and thousands of students in enrollment. What St. Peter's has done is not only impressive on the basketball court, but it has literally put a whole college on the map. And, and, if, and if they build it right, they got a great head coach, St. Peter's could now have a long future winning the MAC making tournaments and become that type of school that now you just got to, you know about. And maybe they could be like then a, a, a Davidson and Mount. Well, give St. Peter's a, t- a 10 seed. Look at how they recruit. And if they, you know, they make it to Sweet 16's Elite Eights. Now, that is projecting. We're putting a lot of pressure then on St. Peter's. If they never do anything again, this run is still historically impressive. And uh, it has helped put this whole college on the map. But we got eight teams left. Let's look at it. Uh, let, let's start with the fact that... Um, we have today's games, number two, Villanova, number five, Houston. Houston is actually a favorite in this game, minus two and a half. Um, I think that is silly. I, I, I don't agree with that at all. Listen, they got a, they got the good guard, they got the great center and the good guard sheet, and Houston can play really physical and they can muck it up. But 
Villanova is to me had the most impressive run in this tournament. The way that they, besides St. Peter's, the way that they control the tempo late, they make their free throws. Colin Gillespie is a great guard. He is your your prototypical awesome March Madness college guard. Uh, I, the way he controls the tempo, I like Villanova in this game. Uh, certainly to cover the 2 and a half. I like them to win outright. Uh, I would take Villanova and the points. If Houston wins, it's because they have bigs who can really, really muck it up, and their bigs will play really well. Sheed's a great guard, don't get me wrong, and Sheed can score. Uh, but if Houston's winning, it's because they muck it up with the big boys and the guards. Uh, the other game today on TBS tonight at 7.50, number four, Arkansas, Musselman, He's got his Razorbacks into the Elite Eight versus number two, Duke. And um, Duke is favored by four. I think this game's going to be really close. Musselman is maybe the best coach in college basketball at adjusting, and he's got a guard. And when you have a guard, and, and Note is such a... Uh, a special guard who could just score, and he's not afraid, and he and he, and, the, and the team rallies around a guy like that and doesn't shy away from it. Like, oh, look at him being a ball hog. Note is one of those guys that really works for March Madness in a run like this. But the problem is, Duke has five guys that could be first round picks. Uh, Banchero is a really good player. He's got a ceiling. He's got a high ceiling. Uh, I think in the NBA as well. Paulo Banchero is the type of guy that. You know, is a top five lottery pick to me, hands down. And uh, and they have you know Keels as well. Their guard, like Duke, Duke has guards that can go head to head with Note. They have more scoring ability. Problem is with Duke, I think they're susceptible to tight defensive play and turning the ball over. And that's exactly what Arkansas did to Gonzaga. They they forced it tight. They made Gonzaga make mistakes. They bullied Drew Timmy. They bullied uh, the, the, the the you know the lanky kid. Why can't I think of his name right now? Um, you know, but that's what that's what Arkansas can do. And Note then is is absolutely no fear. Chet Holmgren, uh, no fear. So I like Arkansas to cover in this game. If you're going to force me to pick a winner, I think Duke is on a little bit of a magical run here. And I think Duke advances. I like the two seats today to take care of Must Bus in Arkansas, to take care of Houston. Uh, I'll, I'll roll with Villanova and Duke. I feel good about Villanova. I don't feel good about Duke. Does that make sense? I think Musselman. If, honestly, I'd feel better if it was Duke Gonzaga. Duke playing Gonzaga, honestly. Uh, but but um, Arkansas is just the in-game adjustments with Musselman, the pressure they can put on you defensively, and they don't get tight. Thing about it is, if Duke has a run where they score, Arkansas can't score with Duke. They just can't. Note's great, but he can't, they just can't score with Duke. Uh, so I'll take the two seeds. Feel good about Villanova. I'll take Duke, but I don't feel great about him. Um, on the games for tomorrow, the other Elite Eight games. Number one, Kansas. Number ten, Miami. Listen, Kansas. They've been impressive. Wilson, the forward, uh, he's had a great tournament, a really great Sweet 16 game. Uh, they have size. They have great guard play. They have experienced head coach. It's a ton of blue, uh, blue blood program. Miami's been on a run. And uh, McCusty, the, the, the guard for Miami, very good. He, you know, he, he, he comes up big in this tournament so far. But I think Kansas will take care of Miami. 
Um, this was the region that you would have predicted some chaos, but really Kansas uh, has been getting some help by some other teams, I think, you know, cannibalizing themselves. And if you're Kansas, uh, I think that you just got to trust your scoring, trust your shooters, let the let the big guys, you know, establish themselves down low. Make sure that Wilson, you know, gets touches early, and they should be fine against the Miami team. Miami's been a great story, and sadly for Miami and North Carolina, their runs have been completely overshadowed by St. Peter's as a ten seed making it to the Elite Eight. But I think God, I, I, I don't I don't have any fear about Kansas getting through uh, to the Final Four here. And then, of course, the game that everyone will be watching, 4 o'clock on CBS on Sunday, St. Peter's, the 15th seed, just talked about them, making their way to North Carolina. Listen, for St. Peter's, um, they have two players who are real players in this tournament, in Rupert and Banks, the third. Rupert, the forward, Banks, the third, the guard. I mean, uh, everyone talks, talked about Doug. And, and, and listen, Doug's great. And he's an energy guy, but Banks is their scoring guard. I mean, in that uh, Sweet 16 win, Banks and Rupert combined for 16 points. They shot 50%. I mean, they shot, uh, combined for 25 points and shot uh, 50% from the field. It's very impressive what they did. Uh, and if they can have a game like that against UNC, uh, they, they're going to be in it. They're going to, they, they're going to stay in it. The thing about, UNC that would scare me if I'm St. Peter's fan and I'm trying to bet St. Peter's or, you know, ride St. Peter's to a Final Four run. Love can score and he has no fear. You saw those deep threes Love was taking against UCLA. That kid, zero fear. And then they have, uh, you know, Backot and Manic, uh, the big guys up front, that play a different style of big guy. You know, everyone was worried, like, oh, is that Edie from Purdue is just going to eat little St. Peter's alive? Well, when you have just that one giant big guy, it's actually pretty easy to defend against him if you play with high energy and you don't get into foul trouble. And, uh, you know, St. Peter's did a good job with that, and they also hit their outside shots when they needed to. thing with UNC is they don't have that. They have the same guys that St. Peter's has, high energy, inside-out big men. And so... You're going to see just the talent level of difference and skill of those guys got recruited to UNC uh, and or transferred in there and versus guys who, you know, recruited and play for St. Peter's. I hate to say it, but I think St. Peter's run ends here. I, I love St. Peter's more than anyone, but I think UNC is a, a team that is playing their best basketball. They have a bunch of great players that this team has taken this first year post Roy Williams to really gel, really put it together, and they're moving right now. Love is shooting the ball. He's fearless. He's a, he's, he's the guard you you want to be playing right now, uh, have on your team right now in this uh, tournament. I like him. I like UNC. So if you're if you're listening, I'm predicting next weekend a Final Four matchup of Kansas versus Villanova and UNC versus Duke. That's my prediction. I'm putting it out there. You, know, you got all this craziness in the tournament. And then what four teams are left? Blue Bloods, UNC, Duke, Kansas, Villanova. That's my prediction. I'm sticking to it. I feel good about it from all the basketball that I've watched so far this tournament. Um, St. Peter's, this, this, UNC's the worst team for them right now. 
the worst team. I just think they have Love is playing so, so much confidence. They have they have such skill at the guard position, and their bigs are unique. They're not the stereotypical Zach Eady big uh, that you can come up with an easy game plan to defend. You're listening on the Mark News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app, brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, number one Hyundai Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. When we come back, we switch. From March Madness back to NFL football, and we look at some of the other moves made around the NFL this past week besides the Tyreek Hill move. Uh, it's on the mark. News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. Take us anywhere. Hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO and the free KHMO mobile app for your smartphone. All of us have felt the effects of isolation during this pandemic, so we can understand a little how some veterans feel. But they will feel like that their entire lives, not just for a year. Over 30% of COVID survivors could experience PTSD, but many veterans have extreme cases of PTSD all their lives. Our most vulnerable veterans remain isolated at hospitals, scared and alone. But you can help. Help Heal Veterans with the support of citizens like you creates and distributes therapeutic art and craft projects for our veterans and military at no charge to them. Learn how you can help an isolated veteran through this desperate time. Visit HealVets.org. This message is furnished by Help Heal Veterans, a not-for-profit organization that has been helping veterans for over 50 years. HealVets.org. When we walk, when we reach, when we play, we're moving through life. And in the wake of COVID-19, we haven't been moving enough. An estimated 80% of Americans aren't getting their recommended daily amount of physical activity. It's time to move and keep moving, America, wherever you are and however you can. Movement reduces your risk of diabetes, heart disease, and cancer. It improves your brain function and mental health. It helps you manage pain and boost your immune system. And when you need help, physical therapists and physical therapist assistants are by your side with expert care to increase your strength and mobility and to improve your quality of life through prescribed exercise and teamwork. Because even in a pandemic, we are meant to climb, to dance, to soar, to thrive. Choose to move. Choose physical therapy. Visit ChoosePT.com. Hi, I'm Uzo Aduba. If you're a cancer patient in the U.S. and its territories or Canada, you may be able to help uncover the next breakthrough by sharing your patient data and unique experience with researchers around the world. My unique experience can make the difference of life and death to people in my community. It is in our stories and data that the answers can be found. I am proud to be a part of that group. Join Stand Up to Cancer, Count Me In, and thousands of patients in this movement at standuptocancer.org slash count me in. forecast from the News Talk 1070 KHMO Weather Center. Bright sunshine expected today with daytime highs approaching 46. Northwest winds 15 to 20 miles per hour. Mainly cloudy skies expected tonight, 28. Highs around 44 tomorrow. Right now, 36. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO. And the KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis Honda Hyundai. I always say you should buy from Cunis, but if you're looking to work, they are hiring right now. They are growing in this 
tumultuous auto world that we live in, Tunis has done such a great job that they are growing. They're adding staff. I just talked to general manager over at Hyundai, Levi Billman, the other day, and he was pleading. He's like, I need good people. Uh, we, we have just the demand, the inventory. Uh, they're special what they're doing to Tunis. And for three years in a row, they've been voted one of the top 100 dealerships in the country to work for. So if you're looking to maybe switch it up, you work at a dealership that's not treating you well, or you know you have any sort of sales experience, customer service experience, check them on out. Worth applying. I'm telling you, great company, uh, great people. They uh, they live and breathe the faith family giving back motto. Uh, tell them Mark sent you. All right. Uh, welcome on back to the show as we uh, shift away from our headlines. I want to take some time and focus on three quarterbacks, uh, two that we know what's happening with them in their future, one completely up in the air. Uh, let's start with Matt Ryan got traded from Atlanta to the Colts third round pick. This is one of those rare trades where I think it's absolutely a home run for both organizations. For Atlanta, I know you're eating like the largest dead cap space hit in NFL history, and that sucks. But you need to figure out if Arthur Smith is your head coach or not. I think he showed a lot of promise in year one. I think that he's a guy uh, that they'd like to believe in and build around. I've All the interviews from him, I, I think Arthur Smith has a chance to be a really good coach in this league. You have to now know what Arthur Smith Looks like post-Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, you knew you're not going to re-sign him. You're not going to keep Matt Ryan for the next four or five years. You hope you have your head coach for the next four to five years. So you got to start figuring out what does that future look like for him. Um, I think they were very much in on the Sean Watson sweepstakes like I talked about last week on the show. Uh, as I mentioned, I think, though, Atlanta is a confident franchise who was not willing to be bullied by Deshaun Watson, their demands, and uh, wanted him to take a cut to get out of there, uh, where Cleveland did the opposite thing and said, we'll give you everything and then some. So I think they were they, – they knew – at that moment that, listen, let's eat some dead cap space for Matt Ryan. It's one painful year. We get a third rounder in return. We need the draft capital uh, to possibly aim to move up for a, uh, you know, Kenny Pickett, for a Malik Willis, someone, you know, they got to see if they can get a if they can get aggressive with, uh, with the NFL draft and finding their next quarterback. And, you know, they bring in Marcus Mariota so they at least have someone. Uh, and he knows Arthur Smith from the time in Tennessee. So I don't hate that either. Listen, you don't want to start 16 games with Marcus Mariota. I mean, I think of the quarterbacks now in that realm of guys who are spot starters slash one-year starters. So like Teddy Bridgewater, Mitch Trubisky, Baker Mayfield, Marcus Mariota, Andy Dalton, Nick Foles, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Taylor Heineke, those guys, I, you know, he's not at the top of that list. He's not at the bottom, but, I, you know, you bring him in, and you have an adult in the room who can play the quarterback position. So, uh, and in the weak NFC, Marcus Mariota is not the worst thing in the world. Uh, so I, I don't hate it for Atlanta. They get a chance now to reset reboot. Matt Ryan saved that franchise. He should immediately be in the Atlanta Falcons Hall of Fame, the Atlanta Falcons Ring of Honor. They should retire that two jersey, and they should build a statue of Matt Ryan. No joke. I'm not joking. They should. That franchise was in disarray. Absolute disarray after Michael Vick. 
And they bring in Matt Ryan, and they have been solid, steady, and they have been an adult franchise for 14 years straight because of Matt Ryan. And they they, they owe him a lot. They do. Uh, now, if you're the Colts, I like this for the Colts. Look at the AFC. You have a win-now roster. I mean, you, 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 you don't have the luxury to say you're the Jaguars or the Texans. Be like, well, we can stink for a couple of years. We don't need to go get a quarterback. You have a win-now roster. You have a win-now coach. You know you like your coach. You know you like your GM, and you have a win-now roster. You got to go get someone. Matt Ryan, I trust Matt Ryan a lot more than a lot of the quarterbacks out there. I trust him more than all those guys I just listed. I trust Matt Ryan a lot more than a Carson Wentz. I trust Matt Ryan uh, more than, you know, you know, he's a top 15 quarterback. He's right there on the edge. I'd rather have Matt Ryan than Kirk Cousins right now for the next two years. So they're going to be, they have, a, they have upgraded their quarterback position. Um, they still have a gained third-round draft pick from the Carson Wentz trade. And, you know, we'll see what they do. I, I think uh, that they are now going to be more competitive than they were a week ago in the AFC South. Now, they got some holes to fill still. they got to try to find him some wide receivers, some help. If I was Indianapolis, I'd be on the phone with a certain person I'll talk about here in a minute. And, uh, you, you know, you just try to go all in and, and be competitive as you can. And I, and I don't think it's uh, the worst thing in the world for Indy to do. And Matt Ryan will understand after two years, three years, especially if they have some nice success, all right, now we're going to draft someone and you're going to be the guy that helps groom him. I think Matt Ryan's comfortable playing out the rest of his career like that. All right, and uh, finally, Baker Mayfield. Well, so where does he go? What's the market? I, you know, you guys come to me, you turn on my show to be like, all right, Mark, tell me everything I need to know. World of sports, what's going on? I don't know with Baker Mayfield. I have no idea. No idea. You tell me where Baker Mayfield should go. Seattle makes the most sense because Pete Carroll can, you know, design the offense he wants, and Baker Mayfield's a type of quarterback that you would want if you're Pete Carroll. Run the ball, checkdowns, little play action, accurate. Does that make some sense? The NFC South. You know, Jameis Winston got his job in uh, New Orleans, and I like that move for New Orleans. Bring him back. I, I don't think Carolina is going to spend that much money in Baker Mayfield. I just don't know where he goes. I think if you're, you know, Houston, you make sense rolling with Davis Mills over Baker Mayfield. So you tell me where he goes. I, I don't know. If I'm Detroit, I'm happy with golf over Baker Mayfield. I just don't see where Baker Mayfield goes. So, um, you know, I, I hate to say it for Baker, but this is what happens. He is now going to be in that Mitchell Trubisky, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, that world where you're just like, all right, Marcus Mariota, former high pick, has ability to start, can win you games, but I'm not going to commit my franchise to him. That's Baker Mayfield's new reality. Uh, Seattle seems like the only fit, but I think they want Cleveland eat some money to to take him on. And uh, if I was Cleveland, I would because you got to get him out of the building, got to do something, and you don't want to get nothing for him. You listen on the Mark News Talk ten seventy KHMO the KHMO app. When we come back, there are seven big time free agents out there, big names, not necessarily big time players, but big names. They all have a fit somewhere. I'll lay that out. We're live and local. It's uh, 
On the market, News Talk 1070, KHMO, the KHMO app. I'm Marion Platt. Welcome to Heartbeat. A friend of mine who recently got their motorcycle license was telling me of a lesson they learned early on. When riding, it's important to keep your eyes and your head pointed in the direction you want to go. If there's an obstacle in the road you're trying to avoid, the last thing you need to do is stare at it. If you do, that's inevitably where you will go. This is a lesson we can apply to life. The Bible encourages us to speak words of faith, believing that if God has placed a desire in our heart, with His guidance, we will arrive at our destination. So believe, speak, and act in faith. Keep looking ahead. Heartbeat is brought to you by the Salvation Army. My son knows he should never touch my gun. He never talked to me about his gun. I keep the gun where she can't find it. He thinks I don't know where it is. She doesn't know. I know. Someone you love could be hurt by a gun accident in your home. Keep your gun locked away when it's not being carried. Take the time to talk with your kids. Have the talk with your family about gun safety. Talk to your family about firearm safety. Learn how at projectchildsafe.org slash welcome. Hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. Brought to you by the great people at Cunis Honda Hyundai. Your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis Honda Hyundai. I've been a part of the Cunis family for a, a year and a half now. I'm coming up on two years. It's going to be close here this summer. Uh, best decision I made since moving to the Tri-States three years ago. Joining the Cunis family, they treat you great. Uh, they absolutely make the car buying experience so easy, and their selection is incredible at this time when you got a lot of bare lots out there in the Tri-States. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy or shop online, CunisQuincy.com. All right. Uh, so I've been teasing this all show. There's a couple big name free agents available, and uh, and I think there are spots for them. Uh, let's start with Bobby Wagner. It's reported that he's visited with the uh, with the Ravens and the Rams. I think if you're Bobby Wagner, either spot is a great spot for you. Uh, the Rams, obviously, the temptation to play in L.A., stay in division, play your own team, Seattle, a couple times a year makes the most sense. But if the Ravens are willing to give you a lot more money, listen, you can win now with the Ravens and go help that Ravens defense for the next two, three years, uh, you know, be competitive in that tough AFC North. Um I think a lot of it just depends on what Bobby Wagner wants at this point of his career. Is winning the most important thing or is, you know, getting a nice payday and being a part of a, you know, an organization that's not a, a dud. So Bobby Wagner, I think the Rams and the Ravens are great spots for him. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., listen, I think it's Rams or bust. I think they will offer him a, a fair deal, a decent deal, and maybe a one-year prove-it deal with some back-end you know, incentives, depending on what he could do as far as getting healthy and actually producing this year. Uh, I don't see many other opp- opportunities for OBJ um, right now, as far as that make a ton of sense. Now, if a team like a Buccaneers or a, uh, a, a Packers or a Chiefs wanted to give him a contract knowing that, hey, we just want OBJ ready for the stretch run. That would make some sense to me. 
win-now team willing to give up some guaranteed money. Uh, Tyron Matthew, another big name. Listen, I don't get why Tyron wanted out of, uh, you know, uh, with Kansas City. You're trying to make, rework to stay in Kansas City. But uh, he's, a, he's a guy that will find a home. I think he's the type of guy that will sign maybe after the draft as well. Wait to see what team gets desperate, can't find the pieces they need. Win-now team, help them out. Julio Jones. If you're the Indianapolis Colts, you get on the phone right now with Julio Jones. Hey, Matt Ryan and Julio Jones in Indy, you know, along uh, with the other weapons they have in that run game, I think that it makes a ton of sense. Give them a one-year deal, a couple million dollars. Julio Jones in Indy stays in the AFC South um, and reunites with Matt Ryan. I think that would be a home run. Jadevian Clowney, uh, listen, I think if you're the Chiefs, you look at it, right? If you're a, a team that is in a win-now mode that needs that extra help on the pass rush in the AFC West, if I was the Chiefs, I'd strongly consider it. Uh, if I was the Raiders, I'd strongly consider it. If I was Pittsburgh for depth, I'd strongly consider it. A lot of these teams that are kind of in a win-now mode uh, need help. Uh, you know, a lot of AFC teams, Genevieve and Clowney will find a home. Uh, just depends a little bit on what he wants. Jarvis Landry should absolutely be fielding calls from a lot of organizations. Jarvis wants a payday. But if you're Jarvis, the Chiefs, the uh the you know, the the Broncos, if you're Jarvis, look at the AFC North as well for the Ravens, be a possession receiver for Lamar, the Packers, a lot of teams should be calling Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry may not get a home until after the draft. But if you're the Chiefs, I don't get why you haven't picked up the phone to try to work some out with Jarvis Landry at this point as well. That dude is one of the best receivers in the NFL. I cannot believe he's still unsigned. His asking price just must be way too high. And I, I don't know what it is, but just must be way too high. Finally, for the Bulls. They've been struggling, uh, really, really struggling, especially with good teams. They just look out of sorts. The problem with the Bulls right now is the guys who have stayed healthy, DeMar DeRozan, Vucevic, they're just shot right now at the end of the year. Uh, the problem is they can't give them rest because they're clinging on to that fifth seed. I think the Bulls avoiding the Bucks is their best chance for the Eastern Conference Finals. If the Bucks look like they're on a run right now for the one seed as Miami is slipping as well, um, the, Bull, the Bulls' best-case scenario – Stay in the four five. Miami stays the one, and and they let the Bucks and and the Sixers eat each other alive in the second round. If the if the Bulls can upset the uh, the Celtics, get through round one, I have a really good battle with the Miami Heat. I trust the Bulls against a team like Miami, and if they can then get themselves into the Eastern Conference Finals against a Milwaukee or a or a Seventy uh, Sixers team, who knows what could happen? So that's my best case scenario for the Bulls right now. But they gotta find a way to get Lonzo Ball back for a couple games to end the season before the playoffs, and uh, they gotta find a way to reset the mindset physically for Demar. And for Vucevic, the guys who kind of carried the team through all these injuries. Thank you so much for making me a part of your Saturday morning. I will see you next week. As always, follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Mark Hespin. Follow the show on the Mark KHML on Facebook. Have a great weekend, everyone. Hey.